everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the main event heat podcast i am your host rob weathers and today we're going to do something kind of fun i have spent the last several weeks of this podcast talking about other professional wrestling companies today i want to talk about specifically my experiences which is something i promised in the preview for the for the podcast that i was going to talk more about stuff that i have personally done in the industry i've spent so aw's been doing so much great shit lately that i've just had to talk about them but today we are going to talk about the first match that i ever did color commentary for and it's a fun little story i kind of told a tldr version of it on the pilot episode of main event heat the story starts with I was a huge fan of the Talking Shop podcast, right? Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows. And I had started going to a lot of these Lariato shows here in Georgia, which for anybody that doesn't know, Lariato Pro Wrestling Guild is Doc Gallows' independent promotion here in Georgia. So I would go to a lot of these shows. Gallows obviously would recognize me from Talking Shop. They, they would do a lot of fan interaction. These guys, they know their biggest fans, right? And that's how it all started. I would just start going to these shows as a fan. I really had a good time. They were a lot of fun. I have seen some great matches take place at Lariato, but, you know, I wasn't going for that. I was going because it was 2020 and somebody was setting up a ring in a park and I really needed to get out of the house. But then as as things started to change, they started going back indoors and they started having these bigger events. Back in January of this year, I started working a little more closely with Talking Shop. I, I got the gig on their after show. Whenever that happened, I decided, you know, if I'm going to be a part of this, I want to do as much as I can to contribute and whatever way, whatever way that might be. I told Gallows in January, I was at his house recording some, some Sex Ferguson videos with him. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, I go to these Larry Auto Pro shows all the time. You know, if, if you ever need an extra hand with anything, I could always show up a few hours early. You know, if you need help setting anything up or working a merch table, whatever, I got you. And he said, you know what, I'm going to take you up on that. So I started going to these shows uh, in January and February. I was going, in, and after the January show, I, I, I kind of just helped out with some merch table stuff. And for the February show, I was like, you know, I want to do more if I'm going to be here let me go ahead and get some content for this talking shop patreon so I had the idea well maybe I can interview some of the wrestlers so I interviewed Bryce Cannon John Schuyler Eric Young Marty the Moth Martinez and of course Gallows and that went over pretty well with their community so then I was like well what do you guys want to see so I, I asked everyone uh, a part of the Talk and Chop Patreon group. I was like, what do you guys want to see going forward? And they wanted to see a vlog. Basically, they wanted being the elite, but at Lariato. Ran that idea by Gallows. He loved it. So then fast forward to March 26, 2021. We're in Rome, Georgia. I'm here, and in my mind, the only thing that I'm here to do is to get content for this Lariato vlog, which was kind of tough to do earlier in the day because they had a seminar Basically, it was an impact tryout with a bunch of local talent. That ran pretty long. The doors were supposed to open, I think, at like 6 or 6.30. The seminar was still going on. So the doors opened super late, and the show started super late. And I think this is actually a really long show already. 
I didn't get out of there until probably 11 o'clock at night. But so we start, they start letting people in, you know, I'm going around trying to get at B-roll footage, whatever I can get for this vlog. It's the first episode. I've got, I've got really no idea what's even filmed. And I'm, I'm backstage for something. I, I think I was getting something out of my bag and Bob Keller, who anybody that's familiar with Talking Shop or Talking Shop of Mania might know him as Uncle Bobby Ferguson. Bob is the play-by-play commentator for Larry Otto. He comes to me backstage in Rome. He tells me that the normal second commentator, Brett Wolverton, wasn't going to be able to make that show. And he tells me, he said, man, it's a shame you didn't bring a suit with you because I could use you on color. And I was like, you don't need a suit to do color. I mean, Jerry the King Lawler never wore no suit on color, you know? And he said, that's a good point. You're doing color. So I go I go back out to the broadcast table with him, and we're talking about it. And, and on the inside, I really want to do this because I've always wanted, since I was young, I've wanted to be a part of the wrestling business. I think, obviously, a lot of us wrestling fans at a young age, we want to be wrestlers. And even going into my early 20s, I really wanted to be a wrestler. But as the older I got, and I was like, you know what? I would be getting a really, really late start if I started training now. My body's in terrible shape. I've got god-awful knees, a terrible back. I I probably, straight up, I'm going to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't cut it as a wrestler. So I started thinking when I was in like my mid to late 20s, I was like, I would love to do something that involved talking and wrestling. I'd love to be a manager or commentator or ring announcer, something to that effect. And I had no idea how to go about it. Like with wrestling, it's like go to a school you train, you pass your classes, you get a license, and then you just start getting booked. I mean, everybody needs wrestlers, right? Every independent wrestling show is going to have, like, what do you think, at least a dozen and a half wrestlers or so? 18, 20 at least, depending on how big the show is. How many commentators does everybody need? How many ring announcers does everybody need? You know, so I was like, I don't even know where to start. So this kind of fell in my lap, which I'll, I'll tell everybody to this day, I was extremely lucky that this opportunity was presented to me and I really wanted to do it. But I told him, I was like, as much as I really want to do this, I want to know that it's all right with Gallows first, because in my mind, I don't work for Lariato. I work for Talk and Shop. I don't want Gallows to think that I'm overstepping in any way because I do really love this promotion. I love everything these guys are doing and I don't want to, I don't want it to come off as disrespectful. Like I'm like, I'm taking anything away from anybody. And he goes and talks to Gallows, and it got really confusing because, like, he goes and talks to Gallows about, like, hey, can Rob do color commentary with me? And Gallows has said, oh, well, we're actually going to have one of the wrestlers, uh, Leslie Leatherman, he's actually going to sit in and do color commentary because he's got an angle later tonight with me. And he was like, okay, whatever. So then he comes out and talks to me and goes, well, I, I guess Leatherman's going to be doing commentary, but regardless, would you like to sit at the table and timekeep for me because I fucking hate ringing the bell. So I was like, all right, well, regardless, I'm going to be at the broadcast table tonight. Maybe I can even get some footage of the matches while I'm back here. Then the show gets ready to start. We're a couple of minutes to bell time. Leatherman never makes his way to the table. So we're just kind of sitting there going like, what the hell's going on? Then the show starts and we start sending wrestlers to the ring. And it wasn't until this first match starts that Bob says... Welcome to another edition of Lariato Pro Wrestling Guild. I'm the fabulous playboy Bob Keller, joined by my new co-host, Rob Weathers. That second is when I knew for a fact I was doing commentary. It happened that quick. It was so weird. And we're going to watch that first match that I did right now. If you have Impact Plus, 
Go ahead and get Impact Plus pulled up if you'd like to watch along. Go to Impact Plus and search for the indie wrestling category. Find Lariato Pro Wrestling Guild, and this is episode 7 that we're going to be watching. And while you guys get that set up, let's go ahead and take a quick break. If you would like to support the show, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash RobWeathers where you can pick up one of several t-shirt designs including the brand new Main Event Heat Podcast shirt. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash R-O-B-W-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. ProWrestlingTees.com slash RobWeathers. And we're back. We are getting ready to watch Lariato Pro Wrestling Guild on Impact Plus. If you guys are using the website or the app and you don't know how to find indie wrestling, on the website, which is what I'm using right now, you can go to the Impact Plus drop down at the top of the screen. Click that drop down and there should be an option that says Discover More. Hit Discover More. Scroll down until you see Indie. Click on Indie. Find Lariato Pro Wrestling Guild. And we're going to be watching Episode 7. No crazy timestamps. We're starting right at the beginning. We're just going to watch this first episode. This is a two and a half hour long show. No reason to watch the whole thing. But yeah, we are going to watch the first match that I ever got to commentate. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, I already explained how that happened. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that happened during this show and whatever else may be. Let's go ahead and get this started. All right, I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, play. And we're starting off with this, this really cool intro. I'm pretty sure our cameraman TJ Burks is the one that made the intro. He does all of the, he films the shows, he edits them, everything. He's that dude's awesome. If you ever get a chance to work with a with a cameraman, or if you need somebody to film anything for you, I highly recommend calling TJ. A lot of footage from those outdoor shows. They show a lot of. Uh, Jackson Jam, where you see uh, see Gallows and Anderson beating up on about 12 other dudes. Jackson Jam was a fun show. That was the last outdoor show that they did in 2020. The Eric Young. <clears throat> you see Eric Young holding that Lariato Pro Wrestling title in a lot of these still shots. Uh, story here, Eric Young was the champion. If any of you guys watch Impact, you know that he wound up tearing his ACL a handful of months ago. So he was supposed to start a best of seven series, I think, at this show with John Schuyler. John Schuyler being the kind of the biggest baby face in the company, Eric Young being this massive heel. And that obviously never got to happen because Eric Young tore his ACL. So the company had to pivot, and starting at this show, we turned Schuyler heel. And at the time, I'm not going to lie, I was, I had no idea what was going on. He comes out to the ring as a heel, and I'm like, since fucking when? But uh, if you're watching right now, you can see that there's four men looking dapper in suits in the ring right now. Those are the representatives of a charity called Wrestling for a Cause Chattanooga. Uh, this is the first time that I got a chance to work with those guys, and they actually also were a sponsor of the last show that we did. And Ringgold, Georgia. Some really nice guys. Um, you see them holding up that belt right there. That is the Wrestling for a Cause Heavyweight Championship. I believe that they are... Yeah, they're going to be giving that belt to a wrestler here tonight in the show. Johnny Swinger, who should be making his way to the ring soon. I can't remember. I think Skyler comes out first, actually. 
Everybody's just standing in the ring looking dumbfounded right now. Should probably cut the audio on. No reason I shouldn't do that. Yeah, here comes Skylar. Skylar telling everybody to shut up. Gets in the ring. Yeah, this confused me. He comes in the ring. He's he's healing it up. He's talking shit to the charity. And the last time I saw him, he was a babyface challenging Eric Young to a best of seven series. It's so weird. Of course, this is the easiest way to get heat. Talk shit to a charity that donates money to children's hospitals. <laughs> so this is, I think, the first thing that Bob Keller actually says on commentary. At this point, I'm still looking around looking for Leslie Leatherman. I'm like, where the hell is he? It's just me and Bob sitting at the table right now. What the hell's going on? Fans of Chen calling John a loser, which I don't agree with. John's a fantastic wrestler. If any of you guys have been watching Impact recently, he just debuted. Now he's talking shit about Johnny Swinger, obviously setting Swinger to come out for this match. I wonder what he's going to say here. The people of Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia hillbillies, the biggest losers of all, according to John Schuyler. Um... I'm not going to say I agree with him, but I don't necessarily disagree with him either. I got to tell you, um, it's, it's, I'm glad that this was the first show that I did, but boy, working in Rome, Georgia is, I'm not going to say it's not fun because doing commentary for wrestling in general is fun, but doing commentary in Rome, Georgia is the least fun of all the other cities that I've worked in. And I'm, I might get into that here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're watching right now, if you're listening, Johnny Swinger's music just hit. He's making his way to the ring right now, flexing the guns. I still don't think Bob's actually said that it's me and him on commentary yet. I think I'm still confused at this point. Commentary has been very quiet, as you guys might notice if you're listening to this. And that's like I said, we didn't know what was going on. The show got started really late, and it was pretty damn hot in that building, and just a whole lot of confusion and. Match is getting underway now, looks like. These two are in the ring, jaw-jacking each other. Yep. Bob Keller just, he looked at me and shrugged and just said, Fabulous Playboy Bob Keller here with Rob Weathers. Just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm in this. Referee DL gets in the ring. This is... My very first call in, in wrestling, trying to tell a story. So, like, that right there, like, you know, I talked about... <laughs> so, this is so funny. So, you see DL probably waves at us, like, three or four times telling me to ring the bell. I forgot that I was supposed to be timekeeping. So, like, I wasn't even looking at the ring. I wasn't paying attention. You hear Bob yelling at me to ring the bell. That's not the only time that that happens during this show. I I forgot to ring the bell a few times during this show. Um, I think I did that again in Lions in May. But every other show I've been good about it. 
But uh, but yeah, anyway, so like when the match started, I was talking about the negative reception that Skyler got with the fans whenever he came out. And Bob immediately challenged that. Like, oh, the fans might think it's negative and you might think it's negative, but this, that, and the other. And he does that all throughout the night. And he does that anytime I work with him. Like he's, he's constantly challenging everything that I say. And I love it because I think it makes me a better commentator because I'm constantly having to make sure that I'm on his level. And he he talks a lot of shit during the broadcast. I mean, you guys, like I said earlier, if you've watched Talking Shop or Talking Shop of Mania and you've seen the character Uncle Bobby Ferguson, that's just that's Bob. That's just how he is. And he he starts some shit on commentary sometimes. And uh, I love doing commentary with him and Brett because there's a lot of inside jokes. They're constantly, you know, jabbing at each other and ribbing each other. And they'll put me they started putting me in it recently and. It's fun. It's it's. I love the dynamic that the three of us have. Right now, you've got John Schuyler walking the apron of the ring. Swinger flips him back in. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what to talk about because this match isn't very quick moving, number one. Number two, my gig is to be color. I'm not play-by-play. That's, that's Bob's job. And to this day... I'll constantly find myself, if it's a match that just unfortunately isn't that exciting to talk about, I'll find myself just going back to play-by-play. And me, Bob, and Brett kind of just, there's there's several parts during the match where you'll hear each one of us doing play-by-play because we don't know much else to talk about. But I've gotten, I think I've gotten a lot better personally as a commentator about finding the story to tell, especially if it's something that I've been familiar with. Like with Skyler, anytime Skyler wrestles, I can get you 20 minutes of, color commentary storytelling really easy. Now, I couldn't do it then, obviously, but I was, man, I was so nervous. As you guys can imagine, this is, this is, you can see a good bit of the fans. You can't see all of them because we've just really just got this one hard camera fix shot, but there's like over 400 people in this building. There's like 450 people. It's late March, so it's starting to get warm outside. We ran this building again in June. We did a three-day tour, and it started in Rome, in this building. And it was uncomfortable. It was so hot. It was probably 110 degrees in that building. And I'm wearing a wool sweater. Oh, it was the worst. This show, I actually, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know I was doing commentary, so I was just wearing a pair of shorts and a shirt, you know, a T-shirt. So I, I was decently comfortable So if you're listening, you can hear, uh, yo, John Schuyler did a low blow to Swinger, and I call it out, but my monitor must have went out, so I didn't see it. Obviously, there's no monitors at this show. We have no monitors at this show. But um, I can tell you one thing. Seeing stuff, especially anything that falls outside of the ring, is borderline impossible at this venue because the two times that I've done commentary here, they put us all the way in the back. And it sucks because we can't. Like I said, anytime they go outside of the ring, which in a Doc Gallows match is all the time, you can't see shit, and it makes it almost impossible for us to call the show. So, and not only that, like I said earlier, I'm not the biggest fan of working shows in Rome. I'm not the biggest fan of these fans. People are constantly walking in front of us, constantly coming up and trying to talk to us during the broadcast. I had a girl come up and ask me if I was selling cookies one time. At the at the last show that we did in Rome. But then I found out later that was Zicky Dice's fault. That's because she asked him the same thing and he sent her my way because he's an asshole. Skyler's up on the middle rope here. Going for a double axe handle. Drops 
Johnny Swinger to the ground covers Johnny Swinger. Just going to be, a, yep, a two count. The thing that I really love about working with John Schuyler is, like I said earlier, he was the biggest baby face in the company just a month before this. He was supposed to do a best of seven series with Eric Young, which I was really looking forward to calling. I hope I do get to call at some point in the future. Maybe it can happen in Impact. I don't know, but I'd love to have that actually happen in Lariata and we get to continue those plans. But, you know, he was the biggest babyface in the company. Eric tears his ACL. We've got a pivot, and now he's a heel. And starting at this show, he he has this this rise to becoming the most despised guy in the company. Whenever just a month before this, him and Fry Daddy and maybe Laser were the most loved guys in the company. Back up to the middle rope again, going for another double axe handle, gets caught in the gut. Swinger winding him up, hits him in the gut again. Swinger laying in those left straights. Big old hooking shot to the chin of John Schuyler. John Schuyler's head into the turnbuckle. Trying to see how high the people of Rome, Georgia can count. You know, and, and like I said earlier, like, this isn't exactly a fast-moving match. Swingers, Swingers been doing this a long time. He's an older gentleman. But I will say that what I another thing I love about Skyler is he can get a decent match out of anybody. Swinger hadn't really been working a lot on impact at this point. Swinger been doing a lot of backstage stuff. I think he had maybe, you see the referee sees Skyler's feet on the ropes there, stops the count. But I think John, I think Swinger had maybe started doing the Swinger's Palace stuff backstage by this point. So he wasn't really wrestling, you know. And like I said, this is an older guy. When you get older, you can't bump as well as you used to. But Skyler still gets a fun match out of him. And, and Skyler can do that with anybody. Me and Bob arguing. Oh, the big swing and neck breaker. And that's it. That's a three count. I was a little slow to ring the bell that time, but I, I think I got it. It's all right. You hear right before that finish, me and Bob are arguing with each other. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready to argue with him whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, I still haven't even figured out my voice at this point. I feel like my voice is kind of flat. Swinger's got that wrestling for a cause Chattanooga belt. I think we gave it to Air Paris at a recent taping, at the Ringgold taping. I think Air Paris has that belt now. I don't know exactly how that belt works. I don't know if they just give it to somebody new at each show that they do or what, but but I know, yeah, Swinger's got it here. I think Air Paris got it at the most recent uh, show that we did. And that's it. Uh, 13 minutes, 15 seconds. Go ahead and stop it. And yeah, that was the first match that I ever called. Isn't that wild? You know, a lot of people scratch and claw for, for years to get a chance to call wrestling. And their first match, they're lucky if it's if it's two guys that they know. You know what I mean? A couple of independent guys that maybe they've seen on a show before or have heard of. My first match is John Schuyler versus Johnny Swinger. You know, that's that's so wild. Like, I got a couple of names in my first match. And, I, and I've said before, and I'll say it again, Skyler's going to be one of the biggest stars in wrestling in a couple of years. I really think he is, just because he can do everything. There's, I don't, I can't think of a single thing off the top of my head that he can't do in a wrestling ring. I don't know. He might not be able to do a 630. That's about it, though. I don't know. He might be able to do a 630. Fuck if I know. But, yeah, this was... 
for a first match, for a first show, I was lucky. And I'll say that till the day that I'm gone. I was extremely lucky to be able to do this. And yeah, that's going to do it. My very first match as a color commentator. This was fun. I want to I want to do this in the future. You know, I've I've got some some other matches that I really really love that we can do some watch alongs to. I hope that all of you guys with Impact Plus were able to watch this along with me. If you couldn't watch it along with me, I hope that my commentary did a little bit of justice in painting this picture. But please tell me what you guys thought about this special episode of Main Event Heat over at maineventheat at yahoo.com or you can find me on social media at Sweet Sexy Rob on Instagram and Twitter. Also, do not forget this is the last chance if you are going to be in and around the Atlanta area September 2nd championship wrestling from Atlanta is going to be having their debut show at center stage tickets are still on sale all ringside are sold out but there's still plenty of really really good tickets please get those now if you want to go see that show they will also be airing on Peachtree TV two weeks after the the debut show. Uh, I believe that is September. Let me, I'll look it up for you right now, guys. That is September 18th, Saturday. I believe they have a 10 p.m. time slot here on Peachtree TV. As far as worldwide distribution, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I've had a couple of people ask me, like, Rob, are you working this show? I see you've been pushing it a lot on your podcast. Uh, I don't know if I am. I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to, but a lot of my friends are working that show. Zicky Dice is playing a very big part in that show, and obviously, as I've talked about on here, me and him are close. Uh, I'd love to work it. There's a possibility something could happen, but regardless, I'm going to be there, whether as a fan or as an employee. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to see it because wrestling in center stage is about as American as apple pie, if you ask me. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Main Event Heat. Like I said earlier, any questions, concerns, whatever you got, maineventheat at yahoo.com. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at SweetSexyRob. And once again, thanks for hanging out. <clears throat>